What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. Today, we are talking about Elden Ring, developed by From Software, published by Bandai Namco Entertainment. I don't feel like you gave that enough e- emphasis. What? You, ben- Elden oh, Ring. Ring. Like, you said that so dramatically, <laughs> man. It, it was good. Brava. Brava. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so pretty much unless you've been living under a rock or... Which I have. I like rocks. If rocks are nice. Rocks are warm. Lizards like rocks. Patrick was my role model, bro. Patrick? From SpongeBob. Never watched it. He lived under a rock. Okay. He's a starfish. He's pretty he, awesome. He's the you know, obviously he's that pink one, right? Yes. Okay. Because some starfish are pink. Sure. <laughs> this is this is this is not a time to talk about SpongeBob. We'll we'll talk about SpongeBob when the next time a SpongeBob game comes out. I'm just saying, Patrick lives under a rock. In and, SpongeBob. And That's, okay. He lives under a rock. And he was my role model. This is literally more SpongeBob knowledge than I thought I would learn today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, what? Lives <laughs> in a pineapple under the sea. Oh. <laughs> I'm like so not confused. Patrick. I'm like, okay, I know SpongeBob. How did I, you not watch SpongeBob? It, it literally, I'm like just a little bit too old for it. Well, clearly, I'm right in that good age no, bracket. No, you it. are. Like, I think <laughs> it became popular like a couple of years after my, because I am a few years older than you. Yeah, rub it in there, bud. Oh, my God. You know what? When I was your age, the, the fiancé and I. <laughs> Uphill, we, we, both ways, yeah, well, in the snow. What was I doing three years ago? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so I just think that, yeah, SpongeBob just matched me. I, the same the, the same kind of like thing as like um, like Pokemon and and. Yeah, Tamagotchi. Yeah. Like they, they all happen like right after my. It really does kind of actually work out pretty well because you are looking at like I was like ten, eleven when Pokemon came out, and that was like the the age yeah. for Pokemon. So yeah, there's there's a lot of it. SpongeBob. I, I uh, in all honesty, I think I was probably actually a little bit old. I just enjoyed watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> like so, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So anyway, Elden Ring. <laughs> Which, if you haven't been living under a rock like Patrick, <laughs> uh, is you the, would know Elden Ring is like on fire everywhere. Yeah, it hit it hit hard like a meteor into the earth, extinction level event here. Yeah, um, yeah. This this is uh, the next From Software game, and most people know From Software games as being. Super challenging, super tough. It hates your players. It breaks controllers and TVs. Um, I believe in one of our earlier episodes, we even talk about it, like how you went in and like bought like Dark Souls two, and like the guy was like, "Oh, so you hate yourself?" Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, <laughs> so it was really funny. So I was watching like a, this YouTube series by this guy and his friend, and they basically would just sit on their couch, they would play through a game. Um, and you know, they were like one hour episodes on YouTube and, and, but they would talk about stuff that really wasn't the game. Um, and one of the games that they did was dark souls Two, And I was so captivated by the idea behind it that, yeah, I went out and bought it. And that was what the guy at the store said to me when I put it on the counter, he was like, Oh, dark souls Two, So you hate yourself, huh? And I'm like, yeah, that's what I keep hearing. And he goes, you'll, you'll see. And Oh my God, is he right? Um, 
but yeah, this is super popular. The 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 Dark Souls community has just been um, super losing their yeah, shit. losing their mind. I mean, there's just like do do a YouTube search and you will just get tons of information on this. There's, Type in El. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Elden um, Ring bosses, Elden Ring storyline, Elden Ring cheats, Elden Ring hidden objects, yeah. Elden Ring like quest lines. Yeah. Yeah, I typed in EL. I'm looking for Eldorado. <laughs> like, and it's like, no, you want Elden Ring where to find the best fist weapons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's not what I want. Straight up fisting, bro. Oh, actually. Oh, God. Okay. So I know we're already, this is top, but I did just pick up these really cool, like, um, do you remember the Protoss from Starcraft? Yeah. You know how they had like those blades on their forearms that came out? Yeah. I have weapons like that. Like nice. they're like digital blades that come out from the top of my fists. And oh man, they looked so cool. I'm not using them because I'm not spec'd for it, but it, it looks pretty freaking cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, so when this game was announced, I was excited. I I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge Dark Souls fan. Like, I mean, as much as that is like I don't you know, um, I don't, I didn't play like dark souls one or, or, um, what's that other one? Uh, demon, demon's dogma, you dragon's dogma. dragon's dogma. That's it. And demon souls. That was the one that I was thinking demons, of. <laughs> demon's yeah. dogma. We just combine yeah. them. And I've been wanting to play Sekiro, but for a game that old, I refuse to pay 60 bucks and it's never on sale. It's never on sale that I've seen it. It makes me really annoyed. I could probably go by like a user version of it somewhere, but I still feel like it's still going to be like over 50 bucks and I don't want to pay that much for a game that old, but I like the idea of Sekiro. That sounds like a, a lot of fun. I was trying to remember when I uh, saw it on PlayStation network, but I couldn't remember what yeah. the price was because it is, it is still pretty up there. Like, I, and that, I think I talked about this with you before. Like it came out, it had kind of a big push for a while, but it came out during the time period where like there was a lot of big games coming out. Mm. So it kind of died off pretty quickly. But now that we're, and we've talked about this a bunch, now we're in a time period where there's, there's not a lot coming out. Mm -hmm. So like before Elden Ring, I actually saw this big comeback of Sekiro and I was like, Oh shit. Like, People are still playing this game, and it was just more of like they came back and they're like, "This game, I don't think we gave it the first good like credit and the the run through of it. Mm -hmm. This game's got its merits. Like this game's got its shit together, and like a lot of people were enjoying it. And then Elden Ring came, and like Sekiro kind of ended up in the dumpster a little bit, <laughs> maybe on fire with the dog peeing on it because people are like Elden Ring. Well, yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. So, but when I had heard that this was coming out, I was super stoked because I did like the idea of an open world Dark Souls game. Because when I was playing Dark Souls 2, one of my biggest problems was when you hit a challenge that you can't get over, you know, you, you, you only have so far that you can go to kind of grind yourself up to get to a point where you can kind of cross that, you know, I mean, those games do have branching paths, but they're not nearly as open world as this is like you can go a couple of different places and, and do a little bit of stuff, but I feel like this is totally different. Um, so I was intrigued by that idea of taking, taking the dark souls style of game and, and doing a more open world thing with it. So I was really interested and it was just, it, it was unfortunate that it took me so long to get to it because there was other stuff that I was playing, but 
I was, I mean, once I got done with what I was doing and I was like, okay, cool. Now I can do Elden Ring. I like jumped in, spent, spent some time with it being like, man, I don't know if this is going to, you know, be for me or not, you know, like, because a little bit of a spoiler ahead of time, like the idea for doing it open world was to kind of help new players come in. And the problem with that is that they take their storytelling element and they bring it to the open world. And most open worlds have like quest markers or locations. All of that is there, but it's, it's hidden. Like it's, it's hidden. hard. It's hidden. It's hard to find. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I was super excited about it and I was very much looking forward to playing. What about you, man? Oh God, not at all. <laughs> exact opposite. I, um, I played a little bit of Bloodborne, played a little bit of Sakura, but that's it. I played a little bit of some of these games, right? Mm -hmm. And I kept hearing about them, and, like, it's funny, because, like, even even before we were talking about, like, I am the person who loves hard games. I love challenges. I love difficulties. I, I crank everything to the max, and I try and do it, like, the hardest way that I can type deal. And I... Uh, don't enjoy these games. <laughs> I, I really don't. Uh, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of the gameplay. Like, every single one of these types of games, the storyline should be something that, like, really intrigues me and mm -hmm. grasps me and pulls me in and everything like that. But I have always felt like the storyline with these types of games has been put on the back burner to more focus on the difficulty mm. right yeah they intentionally do things in the game where i'm like the technology that we have now like the way your character moves the way you dodge the way you block because we have games like um oh god fallen order mm Right, which I loved Fallen Order. Yeah. Even on the most difficulty, difficult setting, I loved Fallen Order because there was a game where it was difficult. You had to have this perfect mastery of like dodge timing and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I didn't feel like my character was clunky in doing so. In these games, I've always felt like the combat was kind of clunky. Mm -hmm. Like your dodge window wasn't that great and everything. And so with this game coming out, I was just like, ah, another fucking Dark Souls game. <laughs> I'm not I'm not intrigued or interested in it at all. I really don't want to play it. It's just going to be a waste of 60 bucks because I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it for 20 minutes and I'm going to be like, yep, it's the same fucking game. Just like all the other ones. Mm. I'm out. Yeah. And I'm never going to touch it again. With that being said, though after the game came out was when my intrigue really peaked mm. because after the game came out and I was seeing everything on it, that's when I was like, no, I want to play the game <laughs> because it, like it looked different. The combat looked different. The movements looked different and everything like that. And I was like, maybe they actually went away from intentionally making combat difficult just to be an asshole mm. like they actually put it at a point where combat was difficult because you needed to excel and be good at the game not because the controls limited your abilities mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it looked like it was more free flow than what prior games were 
that's where I became intrigued. And I was like, okay, I, maybe, maybe I'll give this a shot. But beforehand, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I, I don't even think I followed it or anything. I, I saw one thing um, about it. And it, originally, before I, start, before I realized this was a Dark Souls game, I was intrigued because mm. they were showing the landscape, kind of the storyline, you riding across on a horse with these, you know, like giants and grotesque monsters and everything. And I was like, yeah, that's right up my fucking alley. <laughs> and then I learned it was like, it's, it's a dark souls game. And I was like, Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> like I am not. No, I'm good. Wah, wah. Mm. But Yeah. So that's where I was at. Nice. I don't really have anything else. It was dumb. It was like <laughs> my right. intrigue didn't peak until after the game came out. And I actually saw like the burst, the literal explosion of popularity this game had. Like it was basically day one. It just everywhere. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. TikTok. I, I I was seeing this game so fucking much everywhere mm-hmm. that I was just kind of like, holy shit, what is different about it? And we can get into that, but there there are. There are some major differences about this one compared yeah. to other ones. So. so we'll just go over the plot. Not even the whole plot. We'll just kind of do the setup of the plot. Only because... The plot is really like, this is like, here is why you're doing stuff. And then the rest of the plot is going and doing all that stuff and then getting to the ending, really. Okay. So like, this is my understanding Mm -hmm. and you can correct me when I, when I hit some missteps or if I'm not understanding it correctly, Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I have yet to play very much of this game. We talked about it a little bit. I played up to a certain point, and I was just kind of like, yep, it I, it honestly just kind of feels like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. But I want to dive back into it. But when you start the game, it opens up and it gives you, like, the history. What's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And you basically find out that there was a queen, right? Right. Or a goddess. Sure. Well, uh, it, she was a queen, um, and she was technically like a god. Okay. So she was both. Yes. Okay. See, again, to me, I was like, I, I'm not really sure if that was the same person or if they were two different people that became the same person. It was kind of weird. Right. But she had seven children. Uh, yes. And... um. As those seven children grew up, this darkness crept into the land and corrupted them. Mm -hmm. And in corrupting them, she died and the Elden Ring broke into pieces. Mm -hmm. And the children have some of those pieces. Right. And so, like, you you are a tarnished? Yes. Okay. And the tarnished have started to return to this land, and your your like purpose is to reunite the Elden Ring, right? To become That's, the El- the Elden Lord. Okay, but to, to do that, you have to gather the pieces, rebuild the Elden Ring, and you're good to go. Yep. Right. Right. That was my understanding of it. Yeah. So like, you're basically a dead guy 
or, that comes back to life. Or an undead guy. See, and this is like, this is kind of one of my first things is that in, every, in, in the other games that I've played from, mm-hmm. from software, they like, they never really explain, you know, like we look at games like Prince of Persia, right? Yeah. When you die in Prince of Persia, you don't actually, the prince didn't actually die. He just fucked up his memory. He's like, oh, that's right. I didn't get cut in half by that chainsaw when I was running along that wall. Durr. And that's why you can like go back and rewind time and like Well, you have a dagger again. that rewinds. Right. But yes. Um, in these, it's always kind of like you can die, but you can come back. Why? Eh, wave hand magic reasons. Like <laughs> wave hand magic reasons. Yeah. Like well, and that's where I thought like because of where you start, you were dead, and you were just kind of like one of the few tarnished that have the ability to come back to life. That's kind of what I was at too. I, yeah. I was because like in Dark Souls two, when you when you start off the game, you look like however you design your character you you look like a human, but when you die, you get all grotesque and like you like your skin turns green and you get all wrinkly and your eyes go weird. And then the more you die, like your hair starts falling out, the more grotesque you become and the more grotesque you become. Now you can do something to bring yourself because also what happens is your life, your full life part. This is why I love dark souls too. When you die in dark souls, the game goes, Oh, well you sucked and you died. Guess what? I'm going to take away a little bit of your health. Now try again, and it will keep doing that up to a certain percentage. I believe that it's fifty percent of your health. That is terrible, and that is, is that part of is why I'm like terrible. This fucking these games—they just hate you. But you can do something to no like. No wonder the guy's like you fucking hate yourself, right? Yeah, um, but you there are items that you can you can bring yourself back to full life, restore and get, things, restore full things, right? Yeah. Um, there was also an item in Dark Souls too that I think it stopped the cap at a quarter of your your total life instead of going to a half. And that was a talisman that I ran around with all the time. Yeah. Because I am not one of these awesome Dark Souls players. I am definitely. <laughs> Don't die. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit more. I, I would say I'm a little bit more than a casual, but I'm definitely not like. Hardcore. Hardcore. Like you're not going to see me doing like, you know, fist runs or, you know, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. You know, using only arrows, which is a thing that people try to do. Like I'm only using bows and arrows. Like no melee attack whatsoever. And like people can do it. I'm not going to ever be that person. And I'm okay with that. I didn't know that was a thing. That was like my go-to in this. Well, yeah. Using bows and arrows because I could keep the distance and I didn't have any magic. So I was just like, Paha! yeah, no, Fuck there's your face. So in, in, <laughs> in this one, in this one, they do a lot to really try to help you. And, and I'll get into it because <laughs> how many hours did you put into this game so far, Caleb? Uh, like, I don't know, nine, 10. Okay. I've put almost 60 hours into this game. Yeah. So I will kind of explain stuff as we go. Um, but overall the plot, that's what you do, right? Right. So you go through the land and you, um, like you, you basically go through the tutorial area Mm -hmm. and you come out of that and there's, I can't remember the guy's name. Like, cause you know, the names are all fucking weird. Right. The white face guy. Very. No, no, no. The first like boss you oh. come across, like the tutorial boss that's designed for you to die. At. Oh yeah, and that explains the mechanic of like even though you die, you come back at these sacred sites. Yeah, site of graces. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so like you run out into this little 
corridor type deal and he drops from the sky and he's got like 20 million arms and he spins around like a tornado with like axes and all of them and just fucks your shit up Mm -hmm. and then you die and you come back and that's when you can actually exit the building right now i have to ask you did you drop down and do the tutorial or did you just immediately run out of the catacombs oh no i dropped down and did the tutorial because like again i'm not I'm not familiar with these games. I don't know how to do a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I got that first boss down to like a half, half health, three quarters or a, a quarter. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, before he actually killed me. So I was like, Holy shit, I might actually like do this. And I do appreciate that. I do know, like, even though the game is designed in a way for you to die at that boss, you can kill him. Mm -hmm. And I love that. You know, I hate those unbeatable bosses. Mm, Right. Right. But yeah, that's when you come out and you've got the first guy with the white mask or whatever, white face or whatever. And he's basically like, ha, fuck you. Mm. You're, you've come to a terrible place and you're just going to die a billion times. Mm. Have fun. And I'm like, well, at least he's honest. Mm. and then you you run off into the world and you meet a witch i think she's a witch uh what's her name millennia i i believe so uh because she is she basically tells you like melina sorry you don't have a sponsor you don't have a mate you're maidenless yes that Which, is they don't explain why that's a thing no but that is going to be my new insult whenever i see somebody doing something stupid i'm gonna be like oh god you're so maidenless <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, so I'm going to hear that a shit ton. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like yeah, they don't explain like why that's a a thing. So why is being maidenless a thing? So I don't know. But I oh, okay. will, but I will tell you like why I there's a very strong female theme throughout the game. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. No, it is very feminine forward. Yeah. Like, like the hardest boss in the game is a is a is a woman. You know, the a lot of the the, the two of the main people who help you out are women. You know. Um. So I think. Well, and it's the main storylines about a goddess is whose power the Elden Ring breaks with the and you got to go kill her kids. So. I think that is what the whole maidenless thing is, is it's just tying into that theme. Now, again, okay. I, I could, I may have missed some lore because I, I'm not... going to have like a billion questions yeah. for you. You may not be able to answer them all because again, like there to me, like there's a lot of this that isn't very well explained as you go through the storyline of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, and like, it wasn't like, wasn't like when I was back when I was like nine, ten years old and I'm playing a JRPG and I'm like, oh, my God, they talk forever. Just yeah. skip everything. You know, like I was actually trying to like get into this. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you made it to like the third sacred site. Right. right. Site of grace. And that's where she shows up. Right. Third or fourth. The the third one. Well, yeah. We'll just say the third one. We'll say the third one. Yeah. There's. A- there's a billion of them because well, as soon as you walk out that door, you could run due south yeah, and just yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Like from everything I've seen, you have to activate three sites of grace outside of the inner area where there is one. Okay. So it's kind so of, it like, doesn't matter which third site it is. It's mm-hmm. always the, okay. Third site of grace. 
you activate it, you stay there, and like she shows up and she's like, Hey, you're maidenless. I'm gonna be your maiden. Yep, I'm be your boo. Yeah. Why does she have an eye closed? What's up with the whole eye closed tattoo thing? Uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. Cool. So it's not just me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so she's like, I'm your maiden here. Take this like summoning bell so that you can summon your horse, mm-hmm. which looks weird. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm not familiar with a lot of different breeds of horses. <laughs> but I'm like, that's a weird looking horse. Well, yeah, considering it has goat horns. Yeah. Yeah. But I love Torrent. Yeah. Do you ever get to change that? Uh, I have yet to. If I like stab him a lot and he dies. And he dies. No. Oh, God. No, no, no. I've gotten Torrent killed a whole bunch. He always comes back looking the same. Motherfucker. I don't know if there's a thing to change his skin. I mean, that would be fun to do like a DLC kind of thing. It'd be cool. But yeah, but like, and so then. Unicorn. And then you like follow it to the first boss, which is Godfried. No. 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 Uh, Margit. Margit. Yeah. He's got this. He's got the staff stick thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah like extra hands and everything like that yeah like yeah and I, he's just kind of like standing there waiting for you and he's like hey you got to prove yourself mm-hmm. and you're like um for what <laughs> why vile tarnished yeah like i don't I, why do i have to prove myself again why can't i just be your bitch oh wait you made me it 20 million <laughs> fucking times Yeah, and like that's that's mind you, I ran around the world a lot because I was trying to like learn things, mm-hmm. discover things and everything like that. But that's basically the point that I got to. So up to that point, I was actually very confused as to like why? Why is it my responsibility as a maidenless char uh, um uh tarnished, mm-hmm. right, to do this? Like why do I care? Yeah. Like, I felt like that guy on a, a movie set that looks at the director and is like, what's my motivation? Yeah, yeah. what's my character's motivation? <laughs> like, because <clears throat> that, that's kind of where I was. Like, I, you beautiful little opening scene where they're explaining the storyline and everything. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm just kind of like, I don't. Why do I give a shit? Right. And I totally empathize with you. I get that, you know, the story is just you want to become the Elden Lord. Well, if you, as Caleb, don't want to be the Elden Lord, then you're not going to really have any interest in the story. You're not going to care about the characters that you come across defeating the bosses to become the Elden Lord to see what it is. But they don't even set it up as to why, like, you as the character want to become the Elden Lord. Exactly. It is literally just, hey, guess what? You are tarnished and came to the lands between, because that's what the area is called. And because you're in this world, you you now have to do this. Yeah, you are a tarnished and you want to become... That is the the responsibility of the tarnished. Yeah, because... So did you make it to the round table hold? No. Okay. So after a while, and I don't know exactly... Dude, I didn't even beat the first boss. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I think you can go there before you defeat the first boss. Well, that's one of the things that I do love, is you can literally kind of go anywhere you want. And it seems to be fairly evenly leveled. Like, there's a couple of places where I've gone in where I'm like, oh, shit, these things are like, way, whoa, back, nope. Yeah. (laughs) Reverse. Mm. Way out of my level. But, like... I kind of ran around that whole little side of the peninsula that I was on, mm-hmm. right? 
and I was able to fight and kill whatever was on it. Yeah, like pretty easily. So so before my- I met the boss, I think I only died like three times. Oh, that's impressive. I know, like I know. One of the times, <laughs> this one pissed me off. I ended up like falling down. And I was like, oh, look, there's a group of people there, and they don't look to be hostile. But I'm kind of learning everything's hostile. Almost everything's hostile. Like, yeah, <laughs> bullshit. I did find out you can kill NPCs, too, which, uh, yeah, whoops. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but th- supposedly there's also a way to bring those back. Yes. Um, Depending on who they are, yes. Yeah. And so, like, I, I, I rode my little horse. I'm riding, mm-hmm. and I'm riding, and I'm like, oh, look at this nice little swamp land. And I'm riding, and I'm riding, and then whoosh, and Dragon just kind of, like, kills everybody, and I'm just standing, sitting there on my horse going, I'm fucked. Because <laughs> he, like, just kind of, like, whooshes in and, like, gli- you know, grinds across the ground to stop and uh-huh. everything. And I'm just like, he, of course, hits me, and me and my horse go flying off. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, that, that was it. <laughs> I'm fucked. I'm dead awesome possum and then like i went back to look at him and i gotta say the dragon looks pretty cool no they're pretty cool looking yeah, yeah I, I like the they that means there's more than one. Oh yeah i only found one. Oh no every time every time you kill a dragon you get a dragon heart i think i've got nine dragon hearts right now they're all over the place yeah, yeah i'm fucked <laughs> there's literally like you don't have what do dragon hearts do um you can take them to a special shrine and get dragon imbued powers so like you, is that where you get that like dragon breath weapon yeah you can you can get a spell that like a dragon head forms over you and you spit out fire or yeah poison it, like waves or, it back yeah, and forth and, yeah, yeah or scarlet rot and stuff like that that's, that's cool. what you use dragon hearts cool. for to buy those that's it just those spells or like do i do i get wings can i fly you can't fly hmm my interest in the dragons has greatly waned. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to become a dragon. But I have the hearts. Yes, yes, and you eat them when you get these powers. It's real gross. Like, like, like you. So I like, actually like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, like, you go up to like the, you. So you go to the temple. You go up to the thing, and you go to interact with it, and it brings up the menu, and you can select what spell you want. And when you click on it, you just see your character, and he just goes, and you lose one heart. And I'm like, oh, look at me eating a dragon heart to get the power of a dragon. The powers of the dragon are mine. Okay, yeah. that's cool. But yeah, so like. Yeah, I then went to like the first boss because at that point I was I was like level 26, 27, mm-hmm. 28, something like that. So I'm like I should be good. I didn't realize that because of the character class that I chose that mm-hmm. I always I already started off at like level 15. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was doing kick ass. <laughs> And I really wasn't <laughs> like I, I didn't realize that like the only one where you start off as zero is if you're like fucking naked. Yeah. Is the wretch. Yeah. Everything else I think starts at level 10, 10 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't, I didn't know that I chose the samurai cause mm-hmm. I'm like fucking samurai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a terrible choice for me. <laughs> Um, because I'm like, again, I'm learning. They don't explain this very well. Like all of those little starter classes, like they have pluses and minuses. It's fucking weird that these, the individual classes have different bonuses. Yeah. Who would have thought? Like who's fucking God. I just thought it was aesthetics. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) like, so I'm more of like a speed 
hitter. Right. Right. And the samurai is not a speed hitter. Mm -mm. But he also doesn't seem to be able to take a lot of damage either. So it's kind of one of those like you get in, you do a couple of big hits, and then you get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. And then you get back in and do a couple of big hits and then get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so like I made it to the first boss and like, yeah, I, I fought him, I don't know, like 50, 60 times. And, um, there was only three of them in which I got him down to like, and I, I mean, literally like an eighth of an inch of health, mm. you know, on like mm. that bar above. And granted, that's a matter of perspective because of your TV size and everything right. like that and everything. But I'm like, I'm like one hit. I just need to hit him one more time. And then he's like, wreck your ass. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, fuck. So like, I was like, okay, I need to go and grind, which I love about this game that you can grind. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, I need to go and grind. No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't picked it up since. And I keep meaning to, but like other games came out that I was like, I'm going to have way more fun with oh, these yeah. other ones. Totally. So, like, I did kind of walk away, but like, I keep seeing stuff. So I'm like, I know I'm intrigued. I know I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I need to get back into this game. But I've got some other stuff going on in my life that, <laughs> like, does kind of prevent that. Like, um, I, we've talked about it, right? Like, I did go on the hiatus because I had a son. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. He's, uh, at a time of recording, he's three three months old. Oh, three weeks old. Three months old. Um, uh, He's fucking adorable and cool as shit. Like, this kid, he's so chill. Like, I thought he was going to be a pain in the ass because I'm a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Nah, man. he's He's awesome. But with that, we are also, um, I've had some loss too. You know this, mm -hmm. but just for our fans, I, um, about a week before Christmas, I lost one of my grandmothers. And then um, about a week after New Year's, I lost the other one. So I like in the like 2022, the beginning of this year has been a shit year. Um, so. With that, though, my grandma's house became available and we're buying it. So we're in the middle of like buying and selling our and house and moving and, you know, with the market and everything like it's just chaos. <laughs> so like my ability to sit down and like this is one of those games where I know I have to sit down and I have to solely focus on this game for like three, four hours, just really iron out the combat system mm -hmm. and the me game mechanics and everything. And once I start getting a grasp of that, I think I could really get into this game a lot more, but because even like the nine, 10 hours that I've put in, which by the way, you can't pause pause is not a thing. There actually is a way. Oh, well then it we're going to have a discussion because how the fuck do you, I, I, I thought I paused dead. <laughs> I'm like, I was paused. How the fuck did I die? <laughs> Some evil bitch cackling in the background like, oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to, like, go into the menu, go into a sub menu, bring up, like, a help command and click on one of them. And then the game freezes. I saw a video on YouTube about a guy demonstrating it. And oh I was like, God, that's... I was like. That's amazing. And then that I, is too many steps. Yeah. And then I totally forgot how to. Until right now. Yeah, and I was I, like, you can't pause. I was like, oh, wait, that's right. You can. I just don't remember how, though. <laughs> but I know that you can do it. Because, like, he did it at a time where somebody was rushing him. 
And so you can kind of see the guy in the background like moving. And then he's like, when you push this and the guy stops moving and he goes, as long as you're in this menu or this section or whatever, you're fine. You can't, you know, nothing will happen to you. But the second you click out of it and the guy starts moving again and whacks him, he's like unpaused. (laughs) Unpaused. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So like trying to deal with deal with that shit Mm -hmm. and like deal with a newborn baby and everything. It was kind of one of those. What I've been able to do right now is play for a half an hour, 45 minutes. And then, oh, I've got to handle this real fast. And then I walk away for 20, 30 minutes and then I come back and play for an hour, you know, and then I have to walk away and then come back and play for 45 minutes and walk away. And so I just need that time Mm -hmm. and we're getting there. We're getting close to it. Um, But yeah, I'm probably about another month out (laughs) (laughs) Um, before I can really probably just like actually sit down and go, okay, this is what, I'm going to do boom yeah, and do it. But uh, so with that, like I, I have my own little qualms about certain things with the game, yeah. but the storyline was one where I'm like, I'm not fully sure what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> so up to that point, you go fight the first boss, right? right? Is he one of the children? Um, no, not because Mar- it kind of sounded yet. like he was just a steward yeah. of like the children. Or the, what, the one child, I don't even know, like the castle that I'm in front of. This game has the main seven, you know, the main ones that you have to fight. Yeah. <clears throat> it has a bunch of sub-bosses, but it also, in a good open world um, style, has like little caves and little catacombs that have little tiny boss fights. I fought one of them. It's like this uh, like wolf dude. Okay. He thinks he's like a werewolf or whatever. Or maybe he was a werewolf. Oops. But I fought him and like I got him down to like three quarters or a quarter health. I always say that wrong. A quarter health. I knocked off three quarters of his health. There you go. And then he's like, I surrender. Oh, patches? Yeah. Yeah. Patches. Yeah. Maybe it was patches. But yeah. yeah, like he surrendered and I was like, fuck you. And I killed him anyways. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So so like that. He seemed shady as fuck. I'm just saying. I don't he know. just he just turns into a vendor. He's actually, I guess, a reoccurring character. I don't remember him from well, so after I killed him, I actually saw something where, like, if you do certain things, you get guided to a cliff's edge. And, like, when you go to look over it, he'll, like, kick you over. Oh, really? And, like, kill you. And he, like, up on top of the cliff, like, hey, it was me, bitch. That's funny. Fucked your shit up. You know? And I was like, oh, like, this dude is kind of, like, fucked up. <laughs> like, I'm glad I killed him. You know? Because, yeah. like... He's what the a, fuck? He's later an asshole. No, I. I mean, but I, I didn't know those were like micro bosses. I guess is the hmm. way to put them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were. I know they had like a boss health bar, but they were not nearly anywhere because I fought like two or three of them. Like as I said, I, there was that guy. There was one that was. He kind of lived in a den of wolves, mm-hmm. and I had to fight him. Mm-hmm. And like, they weren't hard. Yeah. No. The so, um, you're talking about how like you go to get Margot and you hit a wall because you can't beat him. You just, you just can't do enough damage output or you don't have enough health or your weapon isn't strong enough. So you go off into the world and you go to do some grinding Yeah. instead of, and this is, this was my experience in, in other games instead of just running up and down like the same kind of corridor, 
And this time, yes, you can go off and just go and do some exploring. You can find these caves and these catacombs and they all these little mini bosses. That's how you can do your grinding. So it doesn't feel repetitive that you're just always kind of seeing the same stuff. Yeah. You know, and yeah, granted, like, and I mean, I'll even admit this, the catacombs and the, um, and the mines and those dungeons and stuff, like a lot of the assets are reused, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many of these things I've gone in and it's like, you go in, you go down a set of stairs, there's your side of grace, you go down another set of stairs and then there's like a big open pit off to your left and you follow the stairwell like forward and then it does a 90 degree turn to the left and then it goes off down another corridor. Like they kind of reuse it in that sense, but they're usually I've been to that dungeon or, or something <laughs> like it. Yeah. Like there but, was one with these like little imp guys. Oh, uh, fuck those guys. Yeah, I don't like those guys. No, they are obnoxious. They're so quick. Oh, well, those are the ones that I use the bow and arrow on. There you go. Yeah. Because I, that you can keep a, a good distance on them. And as long as you don't get close, they don't do that quick close. Mm-hmm. So then you just hit them twice with a bow and arrow and they just dead. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. I like this. Yeah. Um, so like that's where all of your kind of grinding like I don't want to say should happen because really you should play the game the way that you play it. But the thing that clicked for me in this game was um, when so there are items, there are weapons, mm-hmm. there are armor sets, there are spells, there are incantation incantations, there are talismans. There are things that will help buff your character just laying around the world that you don't even have to really fight anything for. One of the, because I did um, like an int dex character. So I started off with the, um, the apostle mm-hmm. um, and, or no, I'm sorry, the astrologer, apostle, wrong A word. Um, I started off with the astrologer mm-hmm. who is like solely magic focused. Like yeah. this is who you start off with if you're going to be super magey. Yeah. Um, but as I started, as I was leveling up, I was leveling up my decks because I wanted to use um, a sword in the other hand. Now, because that was the idea that I had, that I was like, I want to be this super awesome mage who can handle their business fairly well at, at, at melee distance using swords. That's kind of where I focused all my stuff. So I put a ton of points into intelligence, a bunch of points into my decks, and then I kind of sporadically placed the rest of the stuff like in your health and your mana and your stamina and stuff like that. Um, but like one of the best stabs you can get in the game, mm-hmm. you can get for free. One of the best spells you can get in the game is right next to that staff. And they're just laying out in the world. And you, just wow. have, you just run and go get them. You can do those dungeons and you can get items that can help you. Like I just did one where I got a, a, a good talisman that like reduces my crafting or my crafting, my um, casting speed. Okay. Which for you would be awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but like there's plus there's, pluses and minuses to doing stuff like that because yeah i ran off and i got that really nice staff but i can't upgrade that staff yeah it has a ton of damage for my early game play but like there comes a point where i'm like i now need to start putting um upgrade points or you know upgrading uh, other staves to get better because this one isn't going to carry me as far and like now is that so with that in mind mm -hmm. like if I ran around and I was playing just the normal gameplay, mm-hmm. right? I didn't like go out of the opening. I run straight to that staff. I pick it up. It, it's the stats of what it is, mm-hmm. right? Is that the same stats as if I was level 100 and I came upon the staff? Yes. Okay. So like, so, so item, so the, the, and the, it's considered one of the best staffs in the game. Yes. Because wow. it starts off 
with great um, what's called sorcery scaling, which basically means <clears throat> you will your spells will do more damage the more that number is because you know this is all a numbers game, right? Yeah, you know you need like twenty three intelligence to use it in the first place. But if you're doing a magic build, you're just going to you're going to have that, you know, as soon as you get that ability. So like when I went to go pick up and and anyone who's played it probably knows this weapon, but it's called the Moonveil Katana. It's a really good katana for this build. So when I ran off and got that, I didn't have enough points in decks for it yet because I hadn't put like you have to have like 18 decks to use it properly. And I was only at like 14 at that point. So I went and got that. And then I was like, I'm just going to sit on this. Okay. And I'm going to grind until I can level up to get the necessary stat so I can prop properly start using it. So like that's part of it is not only do you have to grind to get the levels to increase your stats, but you, you, know, you need to do the exploring to find items that are going to fit with whatever, however you want to, to play the game. So, you know, you want to do like, quick quick attacks and do some range stuff you know you go bandit right bandit yeah. you know bandit's gonna have um you know a lot of that uh decks um you're gonna start off with a bow i think and then you can you can build on that and just be like i'm gonna get two daggers so i can do a lot of quick cuts and then you know get out of the way and if i'm at range i can pull out my bow and just start plucking away at arrows now, the way that you complement that, because like if you're trying to do that and that's all that you have, that's one thing. But how you complement that is with Ashes of War. Ashes of War are basically just abilities that you put on your weapons to use. Okay. So, for example, there's one called Barrage. Yeah. When you put Barrage on a, on a bow, you turn the bow sideways and you just go plink, 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 and you just fire out arrows like crazy random. Yeah, which arrows are like super hard to come by right there they, you can buy them from certain vendors you can also make them because that's another thing this game does have crafting yeah um which and is, i did i started crafting some stuff and everything like that and that seems to help like oh yeah most games that i've played right like you have like the little like oh there, here's this bomb mm -hmm. right like incendiary bomb type deal you throw it out and it does a radius of fire damage that lingers there for a little bit and everything like that and like I don't normally use those things because I'm like, eh, it's helpful, but it's it's not that helpful. Right. I'm better off just focusing on dodging and attacking because I do more damage. In this game, that shit actually like makes a fucking difference. No joke. True story. Last night I was playing, I was running across a bridge because I was going to go get something for a quest. Mm -hmm. And there's like a little mini boss that shows up. He doesn't have like a boss health bar. Okay. But he's kind of like a, a weaker version of a main boss later on in the game. Okay. And no joke. I had just decided yesterday. I was like, I'm going to make some sleeping pots because I've, I've heard that sleeping is really effective. So I made a couple sleeping pots. This guy shows up. I throw one of these sleeping pots and he immediately falls asleep. Now, when wow. I, when I first got to him, he just pushed my shit in and fucked me up. Yeah. Right. So then I was like, okay, we're going to go back and try this again. And I'm going to use a sleeping pot on him. I ran over there, threw a sleeping pot, boom, and knocked him out. I immediately ran up and did, um, a critical attack 
because you know if an enemy is in like a downed state yeah you can either do, you can do like a crit from behind or a crit from the front if you sneak up on somebody you can do a critical attack yeah it's one of my favorite things to do especially with that katana is you just shove the whole blade into them and kick them off it oh my god it looks so awesome it does um but the sleeping pot helped it knocked him out i was able to do a critical attack on him i knocked a bunch of his health off and then i was able to run away go back to doing some casting he got closer another sleeping pot like yeah like that stuff helps yeah um so yeah like so being able to craft like things to kind of help your play style is really useful um but a lot of it it reminds <laughs> and take a drink loyal listeners because i'm gonna bring up subnautica it reminded me <laughs> it reminded me a lot of subnautica and i think that's why this game got its hooks into me because the storytelling is all in the background it's all looking at items and listening to dialogue so like how in subnautica it's listening to the radio transmissions and then like reading the logs of everything that you find okay you know that's funny you talked about how you hated pokemon because the storylines in the background right but the, i i think there's a difference here right because the storyline is active in the background in subnautica and elden ring right the storyline is passive in the background of pokemon right like in subnautica you the, the the story is you're trying to get off the planet that story never stops yeah and everything you find helps you figure out how to get off the planet in elden ring you know like i said i was doing a quest line last night and I got an item, brought it back to the, 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 the lady I was supposed to, and she gave me this inverted statue. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with this thing. I look at it in my inventory. I check out the item description. And sure enough, it's like, this thing belongs on the pedestal at this place. And I'm like, I know where that place is. You know, like it's not fed to you. There's no quest marker. So I get how that could turn some people off. You got to do a little research and investigation. Yeah. But that's that's good to know. Because, again, not being a Dark Souls-type person, mm-hmm. which I'm sure this is a theme that runs throughout them all the time. And I've actually seen some stuff concerning, like, Dark Souls 3 and stuff like that, where there is stuff like this. You get this item, and you have to take it here and to do this, and then you get this item, and you have to take it here and do this. And I always thought that, like, that was a quest. So I was always kind of like, why is there a tutorial video on what the fuck to do with this item? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But in, in in experiencing it, there was a couple of things that I got that I'm like, I don't know what this is, what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do with it, anything. And even when you read the description, you're, I'm like, I think this is a crafting item, but I'm not 100% sure. So you just kind of like hold on to it <laughs> for yeah. a while until you kind of like find out for sure. But I did. I think there was one item and I can't remember what it was that I got that I was like, why did I get this? And I didn't because I'm not used to it. If it's connected to a quest, you get a quest. That gives you a quest marker. And because it didn't give me any of that, I didn't think about that aspect of mm. it. So that's good to know as well because, again, like, I wouldn't have done that. No. And and I get it. Like, so obviously, just like in any, any group of people, right, you have your good apples and you have your bad apples, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and, and the Dark Souls community is no different. And I'm not going to call out anybody specifically, but I'm going to call out a lot of there's, – there's a lot of negativity about some Dark Soul players that are like, yeah. just get good. Just play the game. You know, it's not that difficult once you understand it. Yes, but talking like that doesn't encourage people to try it out and give it a, a fair shot. 
when you have a conversation like this where it's like, I feel your frustration. Let me give you some advice. Yeah. Like you go to do the first boss and you get your shit pushed in. Don't get frustrated. Don't get, um, you know, dissuaded. Go and look around the world, right? When you pull up the map, there are little tiny, like, reds like they're like black circles with kind of like a red outline to them yeah those are caves so you know where you, there's a cave as long as you pull up your map you look around you find one of those caves go there you're gonna find a cave that's a cave you can run through and at the end you're gonna get an item now is it gonna be an item that you can use maybe maybe not depending yeah. on what how you're gonna play it but there's shit everywhere but there's stuff everywhere and so yeah. so it's like go and do the exploring bit and then go back when i first and that, that really wasn't part of my problem in fact that's actually one of the few things that in the short time that i was in this game i actually enjoyed was that it wasn't just like we've referred to it before a mile wide and an inch deep mm -hmm. this was 10 miles wide and 10 feet deep <laughs> Like, there's a lot of shit in this game. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's one thing that I keep seeing, like, and I, I actually have to agree with, right? People are like, why is Elden Ring become so popular? Is it because of the world? Is it because of the storyline? Is it because it's a Dark Souls game? And I, I don't think it's any of that. Like, those add to it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, how many games have we had release in the last three years that it is what you paid for. Mm -hmm. There's no microtransactions. There's no cosmetic things. Anything and everything you want or and or need from the game is in the game. Mm -hmm. You paid 60 bucks. You have a full-fledged game. There is no, well, we'll charge you 20 bucks so you can get these item packs or mm -hmm. anything like that. Like, nope, play the game. Yeah. And I, I appreciate it about that. But it was more of like not understanding the game mechanics itself. And that's that's a matter of, and I will openly admit, that's a matter of me not spending enough time in the game, mm -hmm. in the world. Like now that I have more knowledge, I even thought about like when I go back in, not picking up and playing the character that I already played because... I fucked around with him. He was my fuck around character. Right. He's the one that I was learning things on and destroying things with and everything like that. Mine's more of the, okay, now let me create a character and actually build the character the way that I want to build it. Understanding the way the mechanics work, like the stat system mm -hmm. and how to build out those characters and, and everything like you described you basically were like, I'm going to be a mage caster. And then while you were playing, you're like, I'm going to be a mage caster who can actually hold my own melee. Mm -hmm. You know, so you started building your character that way. And because you focused on building your character that way, yeah, your character turned out that way. Mm -hmm. Where when I started, I was just kind of like, I don't know what I want to be yet. Right. Because I don't know how this game works. I'm going to put five points into Arcane. Don't do that. Don't put any points into Arcane. Arcane is a useless stat. <laughs> Unless you need points in Arcane to wield something, don't put anything in Arcane. Ar and I'm, this is pro tip right here. The Arcane, the arcane stat mm -hmm. only boosts item discovery meaning when you kill somebody that like you like you kill like a that first big group of enemies by that third side of grace yeah um 
like they will drop their entire armor set. Boosting arcane boosts that the like, rate in which the they rate drop. in which they drop their good stuff. Yeah, like and you there are tons of other stuff that you can get to boost that rate. So don't put anything into arcane. Don't put anything into faith if you're not going to use faith incantations yeah you know um and you most faith incantations are like healing spells and then like damaging spells you know um so don't put any points into faith if you're don't like like if i want to do a paladin build i'm going to be like strength vigor for more health and faith and faith because yeah. those are the things i'm going to focus on yeah you know see and which is where like with me standard like i look at it and i go okay here are my opening stats and these are just figurative numbers yeah. right eight ten fifteen seven and four right i bring all of those up to 15 yeah first thing i do i bring all of those up to 15 so now i have what i consider an equal balanced character and now that i'm all at 15 then i go okay i i want to be a speed-based hitter right mm -hmm. so i want to be able to rush in do some hits really fast. You know, each hit's not a massive amount of damage, but I'm doing so many hits so fast that I'm taking off a good chunk of health and I still have the speed and the stamina to get the fuck out, right? Right. And so then I start dumping my points into that and I don't really focus on everything else. I realized in playing this, mm -hmm. that was a terrible idea. <laughs> there is so many of those uh, runes. What I think they're runes. Yeah, the runes are the things that you use for yeah. leveling up. and For everything. Yeah, for You everything. use them for everything. For everything. To yeah. buy stuff, to yeah. level up, which is a part of where I'm like, why do you buy anything from merchants? Because you, you like these are precious resources that also when you die, you drop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and unless if you can recover them before you die again, you may permanently lose, which I'm pretty sure I've lost 20,000 of those easily. Oh. And because, mind you, I'm not getting very many per kill. No, 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 no. I like so 20,000 to me was a lot. Right. And here that I, I've just lost. Right. And here I am running around with over 100,000 runes. And if I lose them, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, well, anyway, <laughs> like let's rebuild. <laughs> like, oh, I'll just run through this area again and I'll, I'll get all those runes back. And, you know, but I'm not at that kind of point yet. Right. You know, like it's, where when I'm killing somebody, I'm getting anywhere from 80 to 100 runes. Right. Like losing 20,000 of them on a death. And then as I'm going to recover them, something else kind of like fucking blindsides me and kills mm -hmm. me. And I'm like, that was three levels. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's, that's kind of where I was at. And, um, but like, yeah. So like I learned through that, like that was a terrible idea. What the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. And I realized your starting class does make a lot, mean a lot. So if you start off naked, yeah, the beginning of the game could be really tough, but your custom, your customizable options mm -hmm. with that are fucking phenomenal. Right. Like, holy shit. Let, let me, and that was some of the stuff that I realized. Let me put this in terms that I have two things to say to you. First, let me put this in terms that you may, may help you to understand properly. When you play D and D, when mm -hmm. you are a PC in D and D, right? Yeah. What character? What kind of character do you usually play? Ranger. Yeah, Elven Ranger. Okay, so if you're playing an Elven Ranger, do you put any points into stat into strength? Uh, it depends. Like 
generally not though no no um it depends on what kind of bow i'm gonna be using Mm -hmm. but mostly it's no right strength is like the fourth stat that i look at right so think of it that way when you're playing D D. And, and depending on how you feel on it, regardless, right? You generally tend to min-max. You're like, I'm going to put everything into dex because dex is my stat that governs but everything. But that's what I'm saying is I don't. So if I were to go and play a D&D style game, like mm-hmm. Neverwinter. No, 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 no. Play D&D. Think of it no, as no, D&D. But Neverwinter is D&D. But, but not a video game. I, that's what I want to try to break your brain. Oh. Okay? You go play D&D. Yeah. Do you get your character... Do you spend the the time getting all of your stats to a specific point? Or do you focus on one or two, maybe three stats specifically? No, but normally my stats for my characters aren't really terrible. Mm-hmm. But if they are, like, so again, if if I had, we'll do D&D stats, right? Right. I'm a ranger, so I have a strength of 12. I have a dex of 18. I have a constitution of 14. I have an intelligence of seven. Right. Right. I have a wisdom of 12, and then I have a charisma of 10. Mm -hmm. Right. Seven intelligence means that I get negatives on those rolls. My dext is already an 18. So I will actually bring that seven up to a 10 before I do anything. Mm. Because now I'm not getting any negatives okay. in my role. Okay. So even when I'm playing D&D, if that is my starting set, I want to bring everything at least to a 10. Right. So you get a zero. So I get zeros. I'm not getting pluses, but I'm not getting negatives right. either. And I know that comes at some of the cost of those points. But if I can find items and everything to do that for me, to bring that up, then I will do that. But even then, I do tend to everything's a 10 everything's at least a 10 because it's all zeros across the board and even if that means i'm a weaker dex based thing i can get items to increase my dex higher but at least now on something that i may go into a puzzle mm, and have to roll with something intelligence intelligence based and now i'm not taking a negative two on that roll right. you know and so that's kind of even how i look at it with video games is if I see negatives in my stats, I'm like, what do I need to boost mm. to get that negative out of there? Because even if it's a zero, a zero is better than a negative. Right. And that's how mm. my brain works. But I'm realizing with that this game, that is not necessarily New. the case. Yeah. The fact that my wasting the runes yeah. and those points on these negatives, especially in the early game pointless yeah like my faith is i think is a seven and i'm like don't care yeah. no i think my faith is a nine and my arcane is a seven but again i'm like don't care because it doesn't there isn't that aspect of it yeah so that's why i'm trying to be like think about what kind of a character you want to play because here's the other thing i want to say to you right yeah you want to play like a sneaky stealthy rogue right kind of yeah what if i told you that in this game there's there's one of those ashes of war and i think it's called bloodhound step where basically imagine it like a blink ability. Okay. You like teleport in whatever direction you're going and you do this big giant leap and you just do this big teleport to either get in on somebody or get away from somebody. Like how would that help your build? Oh, by being like 
I'm going to jump in, boom, 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 do a whole bunch of stabbies and then boom, jump out. Yeah. You know, like that's, you know, that's the kind of, I don't want to say the mentality, but like, that's the options that are available to you to be like, how do I want to play? Well, but it's understanding the game mechanics. Right. Because again, there are other games where like, um, fall in order, Mm -hmm. right? Your stamina does affect your ability to dodge and everything like that. Right. But even if you were out of stamina, you can still dodge and fall in order. It's just not as great. Yeah. It's, it's not as good. So you're kind of monitoring that, right? In this one, everything you do takes up that stamina. Yeah. So in Fallen Order, it's just your dodging. In this, your attacks take it as well, right? So does spellcasting. Uh, yeah. So you're 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 having to like, I, I didn't realize that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So like I was dodging, and I'm like, why am I not dodging anymore? And then I realized, oh, shit, because I'm out of stamina. So it was kind of one of those of like, I'm learning more about the game mechanics. Mm -hmm. None of it's explained very well. Even in the tutorial, they don't really explain like, hey, this is your stamina bar. And if you fuck this up, then you're fucked. (laughs) You know, like stamina is one of those that I don't care what your build is. It's a vital resource that you should be putting points into because you fucking need it. Mm -hmm. And depending on your gameplay, I would say it's more important than health. Mm. Oh, no. Trust me. For the longest time, I didn't put any points into health. I was I was literally playing as a glass cannon. I was like, either I'm going to get the drop on whoever I'm fighting and fuck them up and fuck them up or they're going to cough on me and I'm going to die. Yeah. Like for the longest time, because that's the other thing about this game is there are hurdles and it's when getting over that first hurdle in my opinion is like the key to whether or not you will have fun with this game if you can get over that first hurdle you'll be like i get it it's clicked i know what i need to do and i know how i need to like you know like i know my play style i know the things that i want to be able to do i know how to do this game and if you can't get over that hurdle i think people are going to get you know fizzled out and it's okay. It happens. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody should love this game. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, if people are interested in playing and they really want to give it a go, like don't give up when you, when, you know, after you've beaten your head against the wall seven times, like, yeah, like try something different, yeah. you know, um, like a, a, another good case in point is that the game does not do a very good job describing where to go when, when you first come out, you come out into Limgrave, right? Yeah. yeah. And all that it says is, hey, go to that castle and beat up the guy who lived, the old man who lives there. And you could literally run straight to that castle mm-hmm. and get your shit pushed in. Yep. Like, it's a terrible idea. Right. So you can hang around Limgrave. You can you can do the the all the little hidden stuff. As long stuff. as you avoid the horse. Yes, as long as you avoid the tree sentinel on the horse because he will fuck you up. I mean, you know, again, right, depending on your level of skill. Yeah. Um cuz yeah, I totally went back and fucked that guy up once I was powerful enough cuz I was like you gave me so much cuz I did the same thing. I came out, I saw him and I went that guy is going to kill me just by looking at me. I know this game 
that is what this guy is. This guy is not going to be a pushover. So I ran off. I did a bunch of other stuff. I came back. And I was like, maybe I can take him now. Dead. All right, fine. I ran off, did some other stuff, came back. Maybe I can take him now. Dead. Finally, I was like, I haven't been back to the tree sentinel in a while. And I went back and I was like, hello. Launched all this magic at him. He came over to me. I swiped him with my katana and it was over. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) I'm very spiteful. But, you know, if you and if you run around there and you still can't seem to get it, you head south to the Weeping Peninsula. You do not go east. You do not go to Khaled. That place is death. That place is horrible. So yeah. you, you go south of the Weeping Peninsula. Learn that the hard way, too. Oh, my God. And that place terrifies me. Everything there is so gross looking. Yep. The dogs, the birds, the people, everything in that place is horrible. Um, and then you do that. There's a secret passage to get around that first castle, that Stormvale castle. Okay. And you can get into the lake area. Now, the lake area is where I would say is like the next place that you would go. Like you would go to the lake area, you do everything there, and then you would go to Khaled. Yeah. Um, but but like, again, it doesn't explain that very well. Right. It doesn't explain that. No. But like, you know, again, and, and, and take everything I'm saying is that. I'm not saying like this is how you should play the game. I'm like, I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to explain some of the stuff that the game isn't explaining in hopes that it will help you maybe enjoy it more. Uh, you know? No, I think I will. I, I, I think I will. I just need the time that I can sit down and actually invest in it. Where mm-hmm. right now I just haven't had that full ability with everything else that's going on in my life. Yeah. Like as much as I love video games and as much as I love doing this, Making sure my family has a roof over their heads kind of kind of important. That is super important, you know. But uh, like that that was never the problem. And I I as you were talking about this, I just realized this. You wake up, you're in an unknown land. You're being told your destiny is to go and defeat these people and unite this ring and bring peace and prosperity to this land. Mm-hmm. You're handed a sword, you're handed a shield, and you're told good luck. And that's it. It's pretty much it. And that's, like, if you were actually in this, right? If if you if this was actually you, mm-hmm. that that's what you would have. You would have no further knowledge. You would have no information. You, that That's it. They're, go out. Either die or survive. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how the storyline of this plays. That's how the information comes at you. Is just a you know nothing about this world. You know nothing about anybody in it. You 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 literally know nothing. You are like a brand new baby that's in a full grown adult body that's being told you have to go kill these people. Yeah. Like and that's kind of like how they give you the information and how they they tell you everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's literally like you were saying, you go and find a document and you start reading the document and you're like, oh shit, okay. And you start piecing together all of this because in this world, there is nobody who's going to sit you down and go, well, let me spin you the tail. It, it is the opposite of Legend of Zelda 
um, Breath of the Wild, where every five minutes they're recounting the tale of the calamity and everything yeah. that's happened in the last thousand years yeah. or whatever it was. And this is the opposite. Almost everybody's super tight-lipped about everything. Yeah, <laughs> they like because they know like if I talk about this, it could be my life, mm-hmm. you know, type deal. And so they're like, you're just another one of the tarnished, like the billion before that have come and died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they don't really have faith in you. They don't. They don't do any of that. So like looking at the game that way, I actually have an appreciation of the way that they do the storytelling in this. It is a go forth and find out, Mm. explore, collect, read. Like if you, if this was your life and you actually had to live this, what would you do to get information when you're asking questions and nobody's giving you answers? Yeah. There's a, you know what I mean? Like, does that? Yeah, because do I sound crazy? No, because like, <laughs> so so if you go to East Limgrave, mm-hmm. right? There's a, a big wooded area. Okay. And you, as you're walking around, you start to hear a wolf howl, right? And if you go to these ruins and you look up, you see like a guy kind of like crouched on the top of this building, and he's just howling. He's just wolf howling, right? Yeah. I had no idea what to do. I was like, what is going on? Who is this guy? How do I get his attention? Right. After a while, I was like, well, I can't figure it out. I'm going to go somewhere else. I just so happened to go um, to one of the vendors. Mm -hmm. And he had a thing that was like that howling over in East Limgrave. And I was like, oh, I can like ask that guy about this. So I clicked on and I asked him and he was like, oh, yeah, that's this guy here. Let me give you this gesture because that's the other thing you can do, like gestures like, you know, wave and bow and shit like that. He's like, let me give you this gesture. If you go to the base of that tower and use it, he'll come and talk to you. And I was like, well, that's cool. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. So I ran all I went all the way back. I ran there. I snapped. He jumped down. He and I had a really cool conversation and I started a quest line with him. Like we had to go, basically we're going off to go get something for, um, like his, um, like his, uh, a, a, a woman that he was the protector of when, when she was a child. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was like, again, totally random. I'd given up on that until I just happened to come across this guy who was willing to be like, like, oh yeah, you asked me about this. I'll give you some information. And again, right. A lot of times you'd show up, the guy would yell down to you and then, you know, there would be like a quest marker to go do this, that, or the other thing. And go collect 12 wolf pelts. Yeah. (laughs) Like Like, I'm really, as I get older, I've been thinking as I get older, I really like hands off good storytelling. Well, and that's kind of what this really is. mm -hmm. And I like it to the umpteenth degree, because we've had hands off storytelling and but this is at a different level Mm -hmm. like this is literally like i i I just the more and more i put thought into just that that discovery while we're having this conversation i'm like that's what it is and if i walk into this now with that mindset i'm gonna it's gonna be an entirely different experience entirely different you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like hmm I'm curious now, like, and like, and that's where I'm like, I haven't written off this game. It's not my typical type of game, Mm -hmm. but there are things about this one that I feel are way different than the rest of the Dark Souls series, you know, and that's what intrigues me and makes me want to go. I want to get back into this. I want to give it a better chance, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people should look at that, like, 
don't look at this as a Dark Souls game because they're Dark Souls games. You could grind, but you could only grind to a certain extent. You know, you like this is one where I've seen people like the hardest boss in the game, which is that girl. Mm -hmm. Right. They've leveled up to an extent that they walked in and went fuck you and casted the same spell three times and she died oh man i love everything about this everybody in the dark souls community is talking about this guy let me solo her who he he's like this guy so i think somewhere around the central time because that's what yeah. he posts is that like this is when he plays during central time zone and he just he's naked he's got two katanas and a bucket on his head a pot and a pot helmet well yeah i just like to think of it as a bucket but it's not it's a pot it's the same thing not really oh my god and he just hangs out that that, that lady's boss fight and just is like people can summon me i'll come in and i'll try to do my best to kill her for people who are struggling because people have done like 200, 300 attempts to kill her and she is tough. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. Um, and again, and he's, like, he's like the first Elden ring hero yeah, exactly. type deal because that's what he does. He just, he just hangs out there yeah. waiting for people to summon him to fuck him up. And that's one of, that's one of the other things I like about this game. So there is like, if you play online, you can get invaded by other players. You will Sometimes you will get invaded by NPC players, just like walking down in a certain room or down a hallway or in the world. You will have like one of these red guys come up through the floor. It says you're being invaded by this person and then they try to kill you. If you're online, anybody can do it. Yeah. If, if you're offline, only the NPCs can do it. And you know me, I'm not a huge PVP player. Yep. I typically play offline. But that first guy you meet the, with the white mat, the white face guy, mm -hmm. um, if you follow his quest line to continue it at a certain point, you have to invade three people. Um, you have to invade three other people okay. before you can continue. So I begrudgingly switched it to, to be online yep. and I went and invaded. And, you know, the first time I was I, I actually went in thinking, like, I'm just going to have fun with this. Like, I don't need to prove anything to anybody. I don't even really need to fight. So, like, the first time, like, I was waving it. The, 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 it was like a guy and his, was, there were like two people in the world. Right. And like one guy ran up to me and just kind of like stood at me and I waved and he waved back. I bowed. He bowed back. And we were kind of running circles around each other. And I ran up to his friend and we were kind of just like, yeah. And then we like kind of like fake fought like I don't think either one of us were trying that hard and he killed me and it was fine. It was no big deal. But I was like, all right, that was actually kind of fun. So then I did it the second time. And this time I was like, well, now I just want to like how like I want to see like how am I against this guy? Yeah. So like I ran after this guy was like, we're going to fight, motherfucker. And I beat him and I was like, oh, wow. All right. That was interesting. Did the third one, took all my clothes off, took all my weapons off, was jumping and dancing and waving. And this guy just, I don't think he was having a good day because I got within, uh. I got within two feet of him and he just ran over and impaled me and killed me instantly. And I was like, oh, you uh. didn't want to have any fun. <laughs> yeah, well, but that was surely nice of him. But again, nice thing is that if you don't want to have to be invaded by random people playing, you can shut that feature off. Yeah. I do like that this one has co-op. Um, I like the idea of maybe playing this with other people, getting a good couple, right? You want to be super fast and jump in and do a bunch of damage. I want to do like a paladin style build. Yeah. So like that would be cool for you and I to play. I ru run in, grab all the aggro, set up my defenses so the guy can't touch me while you're plucking at him from behind. And I'm poking him with like a halberd or a spear or something from behind my shield. 
Yeah, keeping up the keeping the aggro and everything like that. Yeah, while I, we get a third person in there who's like a caster, and they're in the back, just boo 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 boo. Like, well, and that's where fun. I'm like, this is this is a lot different because again, none of the other ones you could do stuff like this in. You know, as far as the co-op goes, mm-hmm. the 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 invading that's that's been there for yeah. a bit, but the co-op is like that's pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. So like, no, I, I again, I, I I personally feel like though I don't know much about the game, the storyline is there. The storyline is interesting, and I actually read something about how like there are people who are linking this game as kind of a prequel. To all of the other ones, Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, mm-hmm. two, and three, Sakura. I, I don't think that one was necessarily like quite linked, but depending on what kind of ending you get, mm-hmm. they're like this ending feels like it, it's supposed to lead into this game. Interesting. And I was like, that's that's cool. Now I haven't seen anything on whether the developers have like confirmed or denied it right. or anything like fan that. theories fan theories but it's an interesting fan theory because like they made a valid argument mm-hmm. like when you get this one like and then you go and play this game what they're talking about between this ending and what happened in this game are eerily like similar mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those of like, this is the world, but depending on what you did in it depends on what game you get as the consequence, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and it's not like an immediate, it's not one of those like, oh, it, you did this. And then this game picks off right where you left off type deal. It's a hundred years down the road after your events in Elden Ring, because of your ending, this is the game that, that was created from those events, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, that's that's interesting. That's cool. I like that. And so, like, I, I would even tell people, like, if you're not a Dark Souls person, you should give it a try. You really should. Like, this is not your typical Dark Souls game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to it. Um, yes. Is it difficult? Absolutely. We've talked a bunch about how literally you could be standing reading something and something just comes up from behind. Like it's it's still there you kind of always have to keep your head on a swivel there's Mm. very few places where i've like i'm safe (laughs) you know like yeah typically any side of grace is the safest spot yeah but even then there's some of them where like i don't feel safe (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and like i'm right now i'm like underground with a bunch of sorcerers and blobs and ants and i mean oh like and i'm talking like like people are riding these ants they're so big yeah like it is a terrifying place in for me right now because giant insects is something that really just bothers me (laughs) yeah but like that's weird. I'm sorry. That's just weird. You're just a weird person. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm. I wonder, like, if you get closer to the coast and everything, and a squid pops out, are you done? Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> I feel faint just thinking about it. That is. Um, that is why I will never go on a cruise. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I refuse to be anywhere near where that in their domain yeah yeah they rule there (laughs) they can go anywhere i can only go so far Mm -mm. anyway continue um but like that but what i'm getting at is like anybody should be able to play this 
like you're right there is those negative players there are those negatives of like people going well this is a really hard game and they're like well no just get better right well i'm sorry like i'm not in agreement of every game needs to be made for everybody that's not how games work there is a crap ton of games that we played growing up that i was like i do not have the hand eye dexterity cord coordination to fucking play this game right now mm -hmm. you know a nine-year-old trying to play castlevania back on the super nintendo just wasn't fucking happening <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like it, it was crazy i had to get older i had to develop certain processes before i was able to play a game like that mm -hmm. some people this is never your jam and that's fine that's fair but if you just are like i don't like these style games so i don't want to play it you should give this one a try. Like, I can tell you for a fact, if you have the Game Pass, it's on there. You I, get it. I looked. I didn't see it. I downloaded it for free, buddy. Did you really? Yep. It's not even on my Game Pass list. Like, I went and looked after you said I, it. I am 100% certain that I did not buy the game for both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. 100% certain. Because if I did, then it would have already been installed on my Xbox, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, because that is one complaint. It's not cross-platform. Yeah. So I bought it on my PS5 because that's my console of choice. Mm. And you, of course, bought it on the Xbox. And I, like, I was like, oh, maybe we can like hook up and try this multiplayer. And then it was like, oh, no, we can't. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was able to I was able to download it. That's so weird. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, but like, again, if, if it truly is, cause it sounds like they're, they're, I don't know, maybe it's not. I, I was able to download it. That's all I know. All I'm doing is after we had that conversation, I went and looked and I was like, it should be here because all the other games on the game pass that I bought or downloaded, they're still listed there. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, oh, look, there's arc and I bought arc, <laughs> you know? Ooh, yeah. Arc. Yeah. Um, there's arc. You bought arc. Yeah. So why is Elden Ring not there? And I'm I, whatever. I'm glad I, I'm glad I bought it. I'll be perfectly honest. Like, and that's fine. Like, but what I'm saying is, if you're unsure and you have that and it is on there, yeah, get it. Go get it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, download it. It's it, you're already. What's the harm? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and play it for a little bit. Like, don't die three times and be like you know but no i'm fucking done with this like it takes a little bit you gotta get the controls down you gotta get the feel of the world down and the feel of the game down but even then i'm telling you like i walked out i fought the tree sentinel that was the first death of the game <laughs> the first death this is seriously i made it through the whole tutorial i beat the like little tutorial little, thing yeah I, the little soldier i don't guy. include the tutorial boss which you do come across and fight later on. Mm. I don't include him because again, he's one of those. Yes, you can defeat him, but you are really, you are not in a place unless if you are like expert fucking level, it's not meant for you to beat him. Yeah. Like you're meant to die by him because then it explains the whole dying resurrection part of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or at least how you got to the lands between, because that's the point is that I'm not at a point where I can go back to that guy. And I don't know if you can. You, I don't think you do. And I think it might. I just think be, you meet him later on somewhere else in the world. Or I don't it like. Or maybe it's like New Game Plus because I I've seen people fighting him 
with, in the beginning with their yeah. get up. So I don't know if it's a new game plus and you keep all your stuff again. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm it's an unfortunate side effect, but you know, cause like you were saying, right. You enter some areas and you're like, Oh, I'm strong enough. I should be strong enough here. And then you're like, Oh shit, I am not strong enough to be here. That happened to me. And that's how I ended up in the underground. Cause I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Not where I just was, you know, maybe it's a new game plus thing, or maybe yes, you can like eventually teleport back there or get sent back there. Um, but there's no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious. I haven't looked it up yet, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to, s I've been trying to stay away from a lot of like story spoiler stuff. I'm trying to focus mainly on like, if I, like if I go to like, look something up, it's usually something along the lines of like, okay, where do I need to go for this obscure thing? I know that there's a, uh, I, I saw that there's a cave around here. I just can't find it. Where exactly is it kind of a thing? So yeah, like, so he's a field boss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the tree sentinel. Mm. Right. And he's in, um, chapel of anticipation. Okay. Is where they're saying he's located, but like, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't count him as one of my deaths mm. because you're supposed to, you're supposed to, but I got out. I died by the tree sentinel. Right. Mm. But I was like, okay, fucking avoid him. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. And I ran around and I killed a bunch of shit. I killed shit for like three, four hours of like, no problem. Just boom, 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 boom. Killing stuff, fighting stuff, holding my own. I was even able to take on some of the groups that were like multiple enemies mm. and everything like that. You just got to be a little strategical about it. Um, be careful with your potions and everything, which I do like the fact that there are like, you know, I, I, they kind of remind me of dung beetles. Yeah. Um, with like the potion, you know, you kill them and they'll replenish your supply of potions mm -hmm. and everything. I loved that because it was like, oh shit. So every time I, I out of potions, I need to go stay at a site of grace to replenish them, which then like repopulates the world and mm -hmm. everything like fuck, you know? And so, like, I was like, okay, and, um, like, I was able to level up, and until I got to that town with all of those soldiers in it and everything, and I was like, I'm going to go through, and this will be my first big push. I'm going to go through, and I'm going to wipe out this entire town, and I'm going to try and do it as best as I can. And I could, up until there's, like, a, a guy, a sentinel that's walking up and down the main road. Mm -hmm. He fucked me up. Yep. He was my second death. And then I was like, okay, I need to be a little bit more strategic about fighting him. And I killed him. And then I came across the giants because I decided to go north towards the castle. There you go. Yep. I came across the giants and I started fighting them. And then I had one where like three of them came after me at the uh, same time. Uh-oh. Yeah. And that was uh, like I could not get away fast enough yeah you're to like, like oh i'm surrounded by these big guys yeah and like because i don't find like actually i feel like the bigger they are the easier they are to fight a little bit because you can stay out of their area of effect while doing damage to them mm -hmm. and they kind of um oh god what is that when you're like i'm forgetting the phrase when you when you like showing what you're about to do Oh, telegraph. Yes. You know, th they do that a lot. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, this is what's about to happen. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, but when I had three of them, it was like, I, there was too many limbs, too many, 
too many big things and I died again. So then I went back and I was like, okay, don't walk along this path because I'll get three of them again. Go this way. And I made it to that first boss. And that's where, again, yeah, I, I tried a bunch of times solo um, and I got him down pretty good, right? And then I was like, what the hell is this? I can summon an ally? Roger. Okay. And so I summoned the ally, right? And they come and they're like, they're helping and everything. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty nice because they're acting as a distraction and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm still trying to like figure things out and get in there. And I'm like watching his moves and everything like that. I did that maybe like five, six times with him. But I felt like he he always hurt me more than he helped me because I was hurting the guy more. And I was kind of controlling his movements more when I was solo. Mm-hmm. So I went back to solo and that's when I started getting him down to like that eighth of an inch health. Yeah. Like I just need one more hit and I could never really fully push it, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, if I had more time that day, cause I did this over the course of one day, mm. you know, I basically woke up in the morning and said, I'm playing Elden Ring. I'm giving this the good old college try, but I had a bunch of shit happen in between sun house, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of pauses in there. And it just got to a point in the night where I'm like, I'm tired. I'm fried. I've been fighting this boss for about four hours now. I've always known, because I've had this before, where I've played a game and I get stuck on a boss, right? And I just keep fighting the boss and fighting the boss and fighting the boss. And eventually I go, I'm never going to beat him with the way that I am right now. Mm -hmm. I need to stop. Walk the fuck away. I'll fight him again tomorrow. And I'm just I'm just done playing it for the night. Yeah. Because if I keep trying, I'm not gonna get better. I'm gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I was. I was like, if I keep trying to fight this guy, I'm not getting better. I'm getting worse. I'm no longer getting anywhere close to defeating him anymore. Yeah. He's he's just walking all over me. My timing's off. I'm getting slower. I'm getting sluggish. I need to walk the fuck away. So, yeah, that's when I quit, and then it was just kind of one of those. I just haven't picked it back up since. Yeah. Not that I don't necessarily want to, but at the same time, my motivation to wasn't really there. Yeah. So, like, this is, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm intrigued. I want to know more about the game. I want to know more about the story. I want to know more about this world, which makes me want to be in it. Just don't like the combat. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to get to a point where I can understand and enjoy the combat because that is a huge part of this game. Mm-hmm. Huge. There is no way to avoid the combat. You no. have to, like, so. E- yeah. Even if you run through all of the, and I don't even mean dungeons as in like actual dungeons. Uh, like, even if you run through like the big castle areas where, to get to the main bosses, mm-hmm. you still have to fight them. The main like, boss, yeah, which happens to be the hardest one. Which, if you didn't practice the combat up to them, right. you're, you're gonna get walked off. Yeah, like holy shit! I've seen some of these bosses, and there, there's some. You know, there's the one chick, Melanie or Melanora or whatever. Melania, Melania. That yeah, she literally her entry video is like, I've never lost a fight. Yeah, and, then and you're sh- like, sure shit, you haven't, because you just curb stomped my ass two <laughs> seconds into it. Like, I watched this one guy, like, he did the entry video, and she's like, I've never lost a fight. And he's like, until now. And it, like, cut into him being able to play, and she immediately, like, 
dead rushed him one slice he dead and he was like okay maybe i was a little too cocky <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you know because he was like until now Man, and elden ring fails and funny moments are oh just like God, some the of the best greatest videos because like even playing the little bit that you played mm-hmm. you still get like you like there are still times where i'm walking along you know like i'm walking along a bridge or I'm walking down a ramp toward a cliff and I'm like, this is when something big and scary appears behind me and just like rips my head off and drinks my blood. Yeah. And like, I'm so scared while I'm going and doing this kind of stuff. So watching videos of people freaking out and doing stuff like that, you're like, yeah, I get your pain, man. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and that's what makes it funny is like, I know Yeah. <laughs> you got a little too big for your britches right there. Like, and he was like, this is the first time fighting her. Supposedly, she's the hardest boss in the game, right? Like, he's doing this amp up, and then he watches the video, and then, like, at the end of it, like, when it goes to cut back to your character, yeah, it was until now, and he was all cocky about it. And he's like, let's do this, you know? And then immediately, it was just, she rushed, swung her sword once, and he immediately died. And he was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yep. Um... Uh, and like, he looked really sheepish because it was all this like big talk and it wasn't like he was just doing it to be joking. Like he was dead serious. Yeah, he, he was like, like I got I'm, you. I'm going to fucking destroy this. And he, Oh shit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's this game. You, it, it will destroy you. If, if you go in too cocky, like you are, it, it will definitely put you back into check. I, I always wish that the first death in these games, instead of saying you died would change to welcome to game title. So like the first time you die to that, that oh, Sentinel, it yeah. just says welcome to Elden ring. And then it kicks you into the game. Yeah. You know, because like, that's just like, it is a part of it. Like, and that's honestly, that was one of the hardest mental blocks that I had to get over was that, Dying is just a part of these games. Yeah. Like it just is. Yeah. You know, it has nothing to do with your skills because like you were saying, right? You could die to a bird that you've killed a billion of. Yeah. Just because you're like, cool, I'm like taking this path. I've taken out giants before. It's no big deal. And then, yeah, like something goes wrong. One misstep. One, one misstep. Wrong timing. And, like, and you get swarmed. And it's like, oh, whoops. Like, so that just happened. Yep. You know, I mean, it happened to me last night. I was like two feet from an elevator. And I was like, I can take this guy on his stupid ant. And nope. They just totally slaughtered me. So I died. Nope. I went back and I was like, okay, I snuck back. I got my runes and I just went into the elevator and I was like, you dude, peace out. Yeah. So, so thoughts. Yeah. Final thoughts. I, I am in love with this game. It is probably right now in my top 10. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great entry for people who want to experience dark souls like games. Um, and I do think that while the game itself is not easy, the game is easier for new people into the series. Like if you've ever wanted to play that kind of game, you can build up to it. Yeah. You can get into this You can become overpowered. Yeah. 
which is the other thing. Yeah. If you have no problem grinding the shit out of it, and or even then you can look up a, like a billion ton, different like tons of cheeses this is and farms. How you, yeah, farm runes and yeah. shit like that. I, I know right now there's like one farm rune that gives like two hundred thousand runes. And it is really easy to get to. Yeah. And it's like you just it is literally just like you ride your horse to a certain area. You jump out of the map. You wait about 30 seconds. You get about 200,000 runes. You teleport back to your side of grace and you just do it over again. It literally is like less than three minutes of work. And yeah, you just power level yourself, you know? Yeah. And then then you like I've seen it. I've seen those people like you were saying with the tree sentinel where you went back to him and you were just like, yeah. and you just, because you were so powerful, you just wiped him. Yeah. And, and you can do that in this game. Yeah. And there's a lot of that in this game is that as you, as you level up, as you get better equipment, better spells or better gear or whatever, your sphere of being able to take on stuff grows. So like, yes, I can still die in that first little area with all those 12 guys. Yeah. If I'm not paying attention. Now, have I died there recently? No. Like I said, like I told you earlier, I use that as a site of testing out new weapons and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I can get overwhelmed and I can still die pretty easily there. But yeah. it doesn't happen because I'm already real familiar with it. And that sphere grows. Yep. You know, and you get to a point where Khaled isn't super scary anymore. So, I think this game is great. I highly suggest if, if, any, if you have the remotest interest in this, check it out. Give it some time. Give it some patience. And if you're having trouble, look stuff up. Look for that weapon or that talisman or that set of armor. Yep. Like, if you're like, I just need this little bit to maybe get over this hurdle, look it up. Don't be ashamed. Go and find it. And that way you can get over that. You'll have that sense of accomplishment. And then 100%. The, and then the next time you may not need to feel that way, right? No. Like, if you want to play through y- it again. Yeah, like, you'll get to the second boss and be like, I'm not looking up anything. I'm just going to I'm gonna work my way through this temple or this school and go fight the boss on my own i feel like i can do it may take you a couple of tries but you'll get there you'll get there yeah yeah no and that's where again my my stopping wasn't because i was like ah fuck this game i'm fucking done fuck this game fuck my life fuck this world whatever you know it was just more of a i was done for the night i couldn't really play anymore Mm. and then i just haven't had a chance to go back i'm intrigued by it and so, like, that's why I say my, my final thoughts, I recommend it. I I'm, I think it's interesting enough. I think there's enough there that it can be spread around a couple of different types of players mm-hmm. that it's worth it's worth doing a shot in. And I'm definitely going to jump back into it. I have full plans on it. And, like, I'm excited to jump back into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's all where I'm at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so talking about the review scores, because we always try to do that. It's going to be really simple. Pretty much everybody gave it a perfect score. Oh, I was about to say 10 out of 10 across mm. the board. Uh, so 10 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10, 39 out of 40, 10 out of 10, 10 stars, 10 out of 10, 5 stars, 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, 90 out of 100, 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 5 stars, 5 stars, 10 or 9 out of 10. Um but Again, for, I think there's a lot to that. It's a different types of Dark Souls game. Yeah. It incorporates a lot of different players. And it is one of the, one of the few games in the last few years where you, you have everything. The minute you purchase it, you have everything. Mm-hmm. And I, for me personally, I can't undersell the value of that. Yeah. Like how nice that is. 
I missed I, I missed it. Like I didn't realize how much I missed it until I started playing this and went, wow, I missed the fact that I don't have to buy uh, you know, some stupid DLC or microtransaction. Right. When I went to go buy it on the Xbox, I was like, oh great, they've got a deluxe version. Oh, it's like just the art book and yep. a soundtrack. Yep. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm not that big of a fan, so I'm gonna buy the normal version. Yep. But this is not like a Far Cry Six. Here, have a bunch of weapons and skins. Yep. You know, like, and that, and they could have easily done it. They oh. could have easily been like, you want the best sword in the game? You want the best weapon pack in the game? Twenty five bucks. Yeah. You know, and they didn't. They are like, you want the best weapon in the game? Go find it. Go get it. Yeah. <laughs> like run there, ride there, sneak there, do whatever you got to do. Kill your way there, whatever. Yeah. Like there are very. Go find it. Like even there are very few gates in this game that I have found. Like there's a point where like you need to ride a lift to get to the next big area. Yeah. Right. After you kill that first person, then you have to kill somebody else in that castle. Yeah. Once you do that, then it like tells you to go farther north, but there's an elevator that you need to do. And there's a couple of different ways to get the elevator. You don't even have to fight that guy. You can go and like find a couple of medallions because this is how I did it. Um, I went and found these like two medallion halves and I went back to the elevator and I was able to take it up even though I hadn't beaten that guy yet. Nice. You know, so there's tons of stuff like, and at that point I'm like, cool. Like if I want to go try to get all this super high end stuff, I'm at the area where I can go do that. I yeah. can't, I can't use it yet. Cause I'm not high enough level, but, but it helps also with power leveling. You mm -hmm. find one or two enemies that you can defeat, you know, yeah. and you just keep killing them over and over and over and over again. And yeah. like, the different areas give you different amounts of runes and everything like that. So mm -hmm. like when you're at a place where you're killing somebody who gives you 10,000 runes, but it's only costing you 1500 to level. That's, that's a big jump in power right there. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that matters. Mm -hmm. Like it is a numbers game. So like, there's a lot to it. And like, I can completely understand why these are 10 out of 10s. Yeah. 90 out of 100s you know like it earned it yeah. it deserved it. it they did an amazing job on this game and like i only hope that their future games are more like this mm. and less like the other ones mm. not that the other ones were bad they just weren't for me yeah totally and the you know the last thing i want to leave on is play the game how you want to like if you want to farm runes, go farm runes. Don't feel like you're cheating. Like, I hate those videos of like people invading mm -hmm. and they're like fucking rune, rune farmer. And they're like trying to kill this guy who like he's just sitting there farming runes and everything like that. You know, they, he went AFK or whatever and mm -hmm. forgot to switch to offline or whatever. And they're like fucking him up because he's a rune farmer. And it's like cares right the important thing is to enjoy the is if you if is if you're enjoying the game and if you're not that's fine but if you well, are enjoying point it is like maybe this is like his sixth playthrough yeah maybe he's like i just want to build up a character and run around this world doing these type of things or experiencing it through a different way and i just don't want to have to grind mm. to get there because there is if you play it I don't want to say legitly because I do think rune farming is a legit strategy. It's right. used in a bunch of fucking games, but like 
the natural intended way, then I'm grinding for 16, 18, 20, 30 hours just to get to my character to a place of like, this is how I want him to be so I can run through the world as a paladin, mm. you know, as a rogue type figure or a bard or whatever, yeah. you know, like I'm having to do all this grinding or I don't want to do that my sixth playthrough. I'm just going to fucking farm these runes. Yeah. I'm and just, I'm just going to farm them so I can build up my character so and then way. play the rest of it the way that I want to yeah, play. It. So I can have all the abilities that I want for whatever they are. Yeah. So I, I, you don't know, but yeah, don't let those fuckers hate no. get to you because everything everywhere has haters. Like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> stay but, strong. Stay strong. My maiden list. Oh God. I can't. Nope. <laughs> nope. You said it. I'm out. I can't. <laughs> All right, guys. My I think that'll maiden do list. That'll do it for us this, this time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page, Game On Presented by No Tokens Required. You can go ahead and send us a message, comment. Let us know what you thought of it. Also, of course, there's a Patreon. We appreciate all of the uh, reoccurring donations that helps us keep the lights on. Thank you again so much for that. Um, and then, of course, you know, send us your questions, your comments. You want to write us. Uh, we'll read them on our shows. You can email yeah. us at yeah. notokensrequired at hotmail.com. No spaces. Yeah. So all the spaces, all the spaces. Thank you so much, Caleb. Thank you so much, Chris. That was weird. I know. I just wanted to thank you for okay. taking time out of your obviously busy schedule to come in and do the show with me. Hey, you know what? I love doing this. <laughs> I, I really do. Like, not only is it a good break because you should never live your life in just a high stress environment 24 7 a day, you need to take time for yourself. It's true. Um, but, like, I love doing this. <laughs> and I like talking about games, man. Yeah. Like, and, and this, it's. It's Zen for me, basically. So, thanks, but your thanks is not required. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Just being polite. Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, too. All right, guys. That'll do it for us. We'll talk to you next time. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until then, game, game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required. 